Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. at this Ian's not recording so I get to mess up the intro I get to mess up the continuum let's go we've been trying to do this for two minutes already we're already on take whoa, two whoa, whoa okay listen all right listen just because we're what 117 episodes in doesn't mean that we've learned anything all right I mean I've learned a couple things like one or two like... <laughs> one or two things um but we are uh we here we're vibing um yeah we gotta start with the world series i think so by the time you hear this yeah by the time you hear this someone's gonna have a lead but right now it's one one um and i mean you already know who's playing i gotta say i i definitely think the dodgers are gonna win the world series however I probably under I probably underestimated the Rays a little bit. Um, good for them. They almost blew a three zero lead though, which not good objectively. But I I don't think I I've said whoever's winning the NLCS is winning the World Series. I still believe that even though it's tied. Um, I think the Dodgers got this. I I do think that the Dodgers probably will. They've looked really good this series. But the Rays, I mean, I'm not going to count them out yet because their pitching has looked, for the most part, very good this postseason. We'll just ignore it that game one. Well, the game one was a little rough, but, I mean, that Dodger lineup is, you know. No joke. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I oh, the addition of Mookie Betts, I think, is going to put him over there. I mean, it should, yeah, right? Because so. it's you would think, you know, you would think so. It's Mookie Betts, so that makes sense. Um, I mean, Ballinger too. I mean that that home run in the game seven of the NLCS. I mean, oh my god, that that was insane. I mean, oh my goodness. The strut and everything. Like, wow. That shit was crazy. Atlanta sports, man. I don't know. You you think something's ever going to go right for Atlanta sports? I don't know. Some of the teams might start relocating. I don't think they need that. I mean, that, might, that would probably be something, right? Yeah, well, I mean, if they lost the teams, I don't think that... I think that's probably the worst thing that could happen, right? If they just straight well, up lost the... Atlanta, Atlanta teams can't blow huge leads in the playoffs if they're not Atlanta teams. That's true. That's big brain. Big brain, you know? I bring. I like to say I bring, I big, I bring big brain to the table sometimes. They, he, they, he stutters <laughs> over it. They really cannot... They can't... Atlanta teams can't choke if they're not in Atlanta. That's exactly. true. You know, there'll be some other city's problem. 
my god. When's the last time Atlanta Sports won something? Braves? The Braves. Braves in 99. Was it the Falcons the haven't done right. anything. Yeah, because Braves Falcons, haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Hawks haven't done shit in a long time. Hawks haven't done anything. The Thrashers haven't been in Atlanta since 2009 or something like that, and they didn't do anything. They haven't done anything since moving to Winnipeg either. Yeah, no, they haven't. It's so it was the Braves. Um, and they were close again. I will say they were very close. They had a three-one lead, man. Can't be blowing three-one leads. This ain't twenty sixteen. We're over that. You know, man. I mean, I don't know what Atlanta did to deserve this, but it, it's kind of funny. I saw this debate on Twitter, though. It was like, what do you think is the most like impactful blown lead? And it was like 28-3, uh, Golden State's 3-1, the 3-0 for the Yankees and Sox. I think those are the three. I did see that. Yes, that was, that was the 3-0. I got in a screaming match with like Laza about this. Not like an actual screaming match, but... Because like... I, I think it's 28-3 or 3-1. You can make a case for either one. I would personally say 28-3 is the like most culturally impactful blown lead because it was a Super Bowl. Um, 3-0, I mean, 3-0 is like, it's, I mean, it hasn't happened since. It almost did. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like when you take stuff like that into account, you have to also consider that baseball and basketball are bigger sports. Um, so I don't know. I think, I mean, 3-0 is probably on a technical level more impressive. I don't know. 28-3 in that little amount of time is pretty impressive as well, especially in a Super Bowl. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love 28-3. That night was one of the best nights of my life at the end of it. And 3-1 was just insane to watch live. But there, there's really no debate here that the biggest one is 3-0. I don't think it is. I think it's the least it, impactful one. It, it Maybe I'm speaking from bias here because it's a New England thing. Like You got to remember what the Red Sox went through the 86 years between... The 2004 World Series, going back to 1918. So well, much heartbreak for a city. I mean, if we're and, providing context, right, I think 3-1 is the biggest one in that case, if we're going off context, because that was the most winningest team in NBA history, the only unanimous MVP in NBA history, coming off one of the best seasons in NBA history, and they and they won, and they still beat them. If we're giving context, I think that is the biggest one. I, I still disagree. 3-1 is massive, obviously. But the 3-0 comeback in the 4 ALCS, you got the Boston Red Sox down to literally their last out. Everything that went right had to go right for them that to pull off true. that massive comeback. And there was just so many iconic things from – not only that season, but that series specifically. You got Dave Roberts stealing second. You got the Kurt Schilling bloody sock game. You got Johnny Damon's grand slam in game seven. There, 
in, at least in my opinion, there's really no debate here for what it did for New England in general, but especially Boston. That 04 ALCS is unmatched by any sort of comeback in professional sports, given the context that not only did all did everything go right, it was a 3-0 comeback against the New York Yankees, your rival, who was by all means favored to win this series. Fucking, you're getting thrown in the gulag after that series. How badly you're getting beat. And everything happened. The Yankees, after what happened the postseason prior, no one was expecting that series to be anything. But everything just fell into place. They said, don't let us win one. They won one. And then they just won another one, another one. And then they won game seven. In my opinion, there is no bigger comeback in professional sports than that. Not 28-3, not 3-1. There, there's just, in my opinion, no, there's no arguing it. I think on a technical level, 28-3 is the most impressive. If we're if adding you go down to the, context. Go down to the technicalities, sure, putting up 25 points in the last 17 minutes of the game. That's huge. Yes. Without giving up any, I, I think on a technical level, twenty eight to three. If we're adding context, I would put three one over three zero. I mean, there, maybe it's recency bias. It could be, but, I mean, beating the most winningest team of all time with the only ever unanimous MVP in their house for Game Seven as well. That, I don't know if that's going to get replicated. I mean, 3-1 leads get blown. Like, blowing a 3-1 lead is not uncommon. We do see it. But adding that context to a finals, I, I don't think that gets beat. I, I mean, I got to disagree, but we, we we could argue this all day. Well, we need content. So, um... But we have, we both have the Dodgers winning the World Series, if that wasn't clear. I mean, I think, will it be over? It might be over by the time the next episode's recorded. Maybe, I think. Um, Potentially. It could. So, ten, it, it could. Yeah, actually, no, it will be. It will be because the next episode's coming out on Halloween, actually. Mm-hmm. And Game 7 will go on on the 28th. Really? Unless... Yeah, I'm looking on ESPN right now. So game three is the 23rd. Game four is the 24th. Game five is the 25th. Then they take a day off. Game six is is the 27th. And then the 28th. Yeah, okay. So they will be done by the time we record next episode. Yeah, we'll do a whole whole recap later. That's good. That is good to know. Um, I mean, for Bay, who do you you think, if the Rays win, who do you think is going to pull World Series MVP? Honestly, um, with how their pitching's been, I would say probably whichever pitcher just puts up the best gem piece this yeah, season. like a Snell or maybe Morton even. I mean, Morton yeah. pitches tonight. Um, and um, if the Dodgers win... Bellinger I mean, or Mookie. Bellinger, Bellinger or Mookie? It's got to be. Although, I mean, we've seen it before with, like, when the Sox won a few years ago. Yeah, Steve Pierce just yeah, came out of nowhere the last two games. Steve and just... Pierce, like, 
You see, you see a lot such of a, random shit. That was a really weird postseason because not only did Steve Pierce win World Series MVP just because he had a fantastic last three games, um, Jackie Bradley Jr. won ALCS MVP. That's, that's just fucked. Because he just he just owned the Astros. It's just fucked, man. It's baseball is a very fucked sport. You know, that's just that's the beautiful thing about baseball. Never makes sense ever. Yeah, which is great. What's not to love? You know, what's yeah, really what is not to love truthfully. Um Yeah, it has to be Mookie or um Bellinger if the Dodgers win. I agree with the pitcher take as well. But what's that? I don't know how to say his name, the outfielder that's really like emerged for the Rays in this offseason. Um are we talking about Kiermaier? No, what? I, I was Oh no, um Arozarena. Yeah, that I don't know if that's how you say his name, but uh, I'm I'm saying it how it's spelled. Yeah. Maybe. Um he has really emerged this postseason. I think he should be postseason MVP. Um even if they don't win. Uh, he's he's been amazing. He's he's been on fire. Like he's been on fire since the Yankee series. I don't know what, how he was doing in the wild card series, but ever since a Yankee series, oh my god. He's just been showing up. Like dude, the dude is good. Um I'm excited to see what happens this offseason though for baseball. I want to see if the Mets are actually bad. I want to see what actually happens. Cuz Mets fans are getting real um they're getting real uh, comfortable, I'll say that. They're getting pretty cocky because of this uh, Steve Cohen fella. He's rich. He, yeah, no, I would hope so, that a owner of a professional baseball team has lots of money. Really so. actually not the case for professional baseball, to be honest. I mean, I guess a lot of money compared to other sports owners, maybe not, but like... Well, yeah, compared to us, I mean... It, uh, yeah. Compared to us, yeah, like they, they got more money than... We could spend in two lifetimes, three, four, five lifetimes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but like I'm talking compared to like football owners and basketball owners, they really not. They're not really about it like that. Except Cohen. Cohen is probably maybe the richest owner in sports. I don't know about richest owner. I don't, I don't know about the richest in sports, because Balmer's pretty fucking rich. He is. Um. Yeah, he's up there though. He's definitely I think he'd definitely be top five. Uh probably. I don't know. I haven't really thought enough about this, but I really it would be I mean, I feel I would feel bad for my Met fan friends. Not too bad, honestly. Actually no, I'd probably laugh at them the most, but if if the oh, yeah. if his move got denied, that would be really funny. Um the richest sports owners, according to Forbes, Balmer is far and away the richest. Yeah, he's he's loaded. Sixty nine million dollars. Sixty nine billion. Oh, sixty nine million dollars. Yeah. Um, the second richest is David Tepper, the owner of the Panthers, but they, he also owns Charlotte FC. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's Robert Para, the owner of the Grizzlies. Well, how much is how much are Oh, Tepper! Thing. Tepper is a thirteen billion. So I think big... Cohen's around there. I think Cohen's I think... would be just under. 
his net worth is estimated to be 14.1 billion. So he, so he would, would be, be the second. second richest. That's what I was thinking. Yes. He'd be second richest. Baseball getting the second richest owner in sports. Well, the richest baseball owner. Um, okay, I thought I thought Crunky owned the Rockies, but maybe not. Uh, we gotta <laughs> we gonna we get go this. way down. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna find it eventually. It's it's buried. There's the Dolans. Nash uh is the is Ted Lerner and his family only a net worth of four point eight billion. So and he'd be he's... ten billion richer than the next closest. And he's and Lerner is sixteenth among sports owners. It'd be big. Tied for sixteen with uh, the Dolans. Man, fuck the Dolans. Um Yeah, that's I mean, I don't know what that means for bait. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know if baseball's ever had someone this rich be an owner. I think it is a it's a good thing for baseball and a great thing for the Mets. Maybe not a great thing for the NL East. I mean why would it okay, I'm I'm not saying it's not good for baseball, but swing me. Why would it be good for baseball? I would think that having richer owners so that teams can like, you know, purchase better talent. You're going to see more of these guys making massive contracts. Well, it's not. Getting... It isn't teams. It's team. It's the Mets. You don't think other teams, like, you know, they're going to see that uh, Cohen bought the Mets, and, you know, he's got an assload of money. And then these guys, they're going to try to buy more teams, I think. Or at least try I mean, to invest more, because they're going to see Cohen putting in more money into the team. Because well, Cohen is a big Mets fan. Yes. I, I mean, there's the thing. If it goes really bad, then the opposite happens, right? I, you know, that is true, I guess. That is true. Because, like, what but if I would it doesn't... Think that... well, my thinking is, like, if it... With that logic, if it didn't produce results, would other, like, super rich people see that and be like, yeah, okay, I'm never doing that? So I, I mean, guess, yeah, that's... I guess there's a risk would. associated with that. I don't know, I'm just thinking it would make more sense that, you know, if you pour a shitload of money into a team... It will produce results. Will it not result in a chip? True. Maybe not. Obviously, you got to make the right decisions. You can't just, you know, throw $500 million. You can't throw a half a million dollar contract to anybody. But if you, you know, if you give the right guys the money that they deserve and you make the right moves... That's gonna produce results. Fuck it, I'm giving five hundred million to JT Romuto. He's gonna get a decent contract. He's gonna get a, probably some. He's gonna get two hundred, three hundred million. No, he. I think he'll. I know he's looking at something three hundred million. He's not gonna get three hundred million. I don't know, man. Romuto is probably the best catcher in the game right now. Yeah, but he's he's already thirty, I believe. I just don't I think mean, it's a smart decision. Oh, he, I mean. You could, argue, could pull seven two ten, I think. Maybe. That contract's gonna suck in the end, but you'll land him for that much. That's gonna be some pool hole shit. Yeah, it's gonna be a pool hole's contract by the end of it, but I forget pool host is even still alive. <laughs> How many Man, years could he could have retired five years ago, he'd be in the Hall of Fame right now. Uh he's still going to, which How many more years does he have? One, two? Oh, 
Uh, he has two more seasons. <sighs> two more seasons at $24 million per year. And he's not, he hasn't been good in like six years. Man, what did they give him? What was his original deal? Wasn't it like 12? 10, 10 years, 240. Was it 10 to 40? Everything guaranteed. And he got that in 2012. Are guaranteed. Yeah. I mean, he was still good in 2012. So that makes sense, but damn. Honestly, I'd say he was even good going into like 15, 16. That's when he really started to tip off. Um, I got to think the Angels, I mean, I mean, they just, I mean, they did just pour a lot of money into Rendon. And Trout just got like the biggest deal in the MLB, so I would say they're going to turn it around. But... Apparently, they're looking like one of the bigger front runners to land Trevor Bauer. Makes sense. Bauer is probably the biggest like thing to watch next offseason. I'm I'm just waiting for him to sign with some team that just makes no sense. Fuck it, he going back to the Reds. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I doubt it. <laughs> I'm going to doubt he goes back to the Reds. Fuck it, Indians reunion tour. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck it, Yankees. I would nope, love that. Nope, nope, nope. We do need him. going to stop you right there, boss. Brian Cash, you know, fuck around and realize there's five rotation spots. <laughs> For John the first Henry, time really in his career. <laughs> That man signed you know, Garrett Cole thing, and said, yep, we got a rotation now. It's not the 1950s anymore. Like, you can use multiple pitchers. Oh, man. I figured out there was five rotation spots before our GM did. That's kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. Bro, if we got Bauer, oh, my God. We, I mean, Would people not. already hate our ass, but, oh, my God, dude. I don't know. I don't know if Trevor Bauer really fits. Like, oh, he's hated. He's hated by everyone who like oh, is no, a baseball no, purist. No, no. Yeah, but I feel like the Yankees are kind of like they're hated anyway. It's kind of like the last team that really represents baseball purism and that like clean shaven, no like you got to be super conservative dress and whatnot. No tattoos, no long hair. I'm pretty sure I think you can if, have if tattoos. No, because I was talking with a friend of mine at campus who's a Yankees fan, and like, you gotta wear like you'd have to wear sleeves to cover them up. Must be why Chapman wears sleeves every fucking time he's out there. I think that's I think that's why we were discussing it. Just because um, of Chapman, Bauer would be fun. I feel like Bauer would be. I mean, we're not getting him. I don't think we're even in the running. And it's just kind of like, you know, honestly, I think the only team that won't sign him would be the Astros. I don't think he'd want to go there because he's that kind he of wouldn't. dude. He wouldn't. I know, but they wouldn't offer him regardless just because of what he'd been doing. Hmm. It'd be really funny if he went back to the Reds. I think that would be funny. We do I'd all be this a little... shit. Yeah. Like we worry about it. Like we worry about this decision like all offseason. Like Mets fans are like foaming at the mouth. And he just goes back to the Reds. I think that'd be funny, objectively. <laughs> It'd definitely be ironic. Mets fans were foaming at the mouth about Mookie. They thought they were getting Mookie, but 
No, that's not happening. No. Now they think they're getting Springer. We'll see. Springer's a possibility. Springer seems more plausible than Mookie. Well, Mookie just locked himself up in L.A. for the rest of his career, but... Yeah. Springer's probably on the move. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Houston's holding on to him. All right, should we uh, move on to NFL now? Um, I don't think we have anything else for baseball, so I think we can. All right. We had some pretty funny, uh, funny stuff happen. I I had to. I want to get the um, the score out so I can accurately uh, look at football games. So. Last week, um, the only game I really... Oh, no. The first game I really want to talk about is Packers-Bucks. Wow, the Packers looked fucking bad. Jesus. That's, like, the worst game I've seen Aaron Rodgers play, like, ever. Um, yeah. Somehow, like... That that was just brutal. Uh, this Buccaneers team is kind of for real. I mean, they, they just made Rodgers look they, terrible. Yeah, they might be. Yeah. I mean, shit, Gronk caught a touchdown in 2020. That's not good. That's really not good for the Packers. He was the, he was the leading receiver in this game. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I I'm, obviously this is a very impressive win for the Bucks. Like, I'm not going to take that away from him. I just kind of, like, I look at the Packers, and I'm like, what was that? I, I feel like this is a fluke, a bad game for the Packers, but I don't think that means the Buccaneers are a fluke. I just don't think the Packers are going to play that bad again. I, I can't imagine they would. I mean, Jesus, I mean, that losing was... Losing by four touchdowns, I mean, that's... I remember the Packers went up 10 early, and I was like... All right, yeah, that's about what I expected for this game. I left to go do some homework. I come back at halftime. It's twenty-eight to ten. Yeah, I mean, and it's it like was, what? What just happened? It was bad. Rod, that was probably Rogers' worst game ever. It was. It's definitely in contention. It's got to be top two. My fantasy team did not appreciate that. Not that it would make a difference because I lost by sixty this week. <laughs> Dude, I'm struggling. Oh, hard fantasy is so bad. This is my worst year ever. IWH is a disaster for me. I'm not even talking IWH. I somehow lost worse in the IWH league than my school league, and my school league team put up 40 points last week. <laughs> Actually, the league of my locals, I'm doing great. I'm like six and zero, oh. but the other two leagues I'm in, I am doing no, really I'm, bad. Uh, I'm one in five in my school league. And three and three in the IWH league. IWH, I'm one in five. It's not Ouch. good. This is my worst year ever. Next year's a bounce back year. I'm blaming COVID and injuries, which is partly true. Um, you see, I don't have that luxury because my team's been healthy. They just suck. Mine has not been healthy. I'm <laughs> losing a lot of people for IWH. The one team, the one team I am healthy with though is the one um, in with the locals here, and I'm six and zero. Oh. That team's good. But yeah, every other league, I'm not, I'm not doing well at all. I'm not even 500 in any other league. Dude, I'm starting Eric Ebron this week in my school league. I'm <laughs> bad right now. My tight ends in this in my league, I'm six and zero. Higby and Ingram. Ingram's gone. I'm getting rid of Ingram after this yeah. week. But that sounds about right. Um, I gotta say though, Justin Jefferson has had two fantastic games this season. He's been on my bench for both of them. <laughs> It's just one of those years. 
<laughs> it is. He put up 30 points last week. He w- he doubled my other wide receivers. Per- I by my himself. Team 40, my team put up 40 points this week. My wide receivers combined for about four points. <laughs> I would have been almost, a lot closer. He had almost the team's total points by himself on the bench. It's 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 a rough season. Yeah, it's a rough year. The only the the bad thing is uh this league is a punishment league, and I'm currently in last place by a game <laughs> behind three oh, people. You better get your fucking ass going, Jesus. Oh no, no, I thought I'd just tank tank for Trevor this season, you know. <laughs> you know. Good luck with that. We're tanking for Trevor, boys. No, well, um, we'll get to tanking for it's Trevor. It's been rough. It's it's unfortunate too because my points allowed this season. Is about a hundred more than anyone else in the league. Yeah, it's yeah, it's rough like that. Like it doesn't help that the one game I've won, I won by one and a half points, because me and the guy I played both put up one hundred and fifty that week. <laughs> um, it was Aaron, Aaron Rodgers on like a designed QB run late in the fourth quarter of a game saved my team from being winless. winless. Oh boy, this has been a bad bad season. Um. We're going to get to tanking for Trevor in a minute, but before we do, the Bills lose to the Chiefs. I got to be honest with you. The Bills, I mean, I'm still like, I'm still high on them. I am not giving up on the Bills. It's just, they just played two really good teams and they couldn't do anything. Especially that Titan game. That Titan game was bad. You know, I think Josh Allen just kind of. It's one of those games where he just didn't have it. I'm still pretty high on the on the Bills right now, and honestly, the way the division's looking right now, they prop they probably win the division. Yes, I think they are going to win the division. Looked, it's been they've looked so flat this season. Well, yeah, we thought, we knew that was coming though. Like we knew New England wasn't going to be well. Okay, once people signed Cam, they were like, oh, you know. They're back, but no, that wasn't going to happen. I did think they were going to make the playoffs, though. They still might. But I think they they could because I think that the AFC is still really top heavy. It is, yeah. They'll be. I think the think they should be a wild card team. Actually, before we get even into the next week's games, Tua is starting. It's Tua time in Miami. I'm excited. I mean, Fitzpatrick really hadn't been playing that terribly, but... Yeah, that's what I was confused about. Because, like, I guess the two passes that Tua threw wasn't, were impressive enough to be like, yep, that's our guy I don't think forward. it's... I mean, the the idea the whole time was wait till Tua's ready to play. It was never like... They weren't just going to be like, yeah, you know what? Fitzpatrick's playing good. We're not playing the dude we spent the number five overall pick on. No, that was never going to be the case. I get that. But why... You know, this team actually looks like maybe they could even, if they keep this up, I, I don't think Fitzmagic is going to last the entire season. But is it wrong of me to say that right now this team could potentially compete for a wild card spot? I mean, I guess it's not factually wrong because they're in the hunt, but it's only week seven. I, that's already halfway through the season, though. Just about. A lot of things happen and. I know, but in that um, amount of time, I don't think that's what's going to happen. But like, if Fitzpatrick's playing well enough, I I I don't agree with the decision, but I understand if they want to get Tua out there. They do have a bye this week, so you know they're giving Tua a lot of extra practice time. 
I, I just don't agree with the decision I, to start. I right do. Now. I mean, the goal was never Fitzpatrick. Like, they weren't just going to, like, they're not trying to win. They're no, I, I get that. I understand that they didn't draft Tua not to play. But if you're trying to win football games, which I guess that's what Miami's trying to do right now, and Fitzpatrick's the sure thing, would you really want to throw your rookie into the okay. fire? The last thing Fitzpatrick is is a sure thing. His entire right career. Now, this season, he's kind of been more of the – he's been reliable this season. We we only call him Fitz Magic because he's unreliable, and when he's good, he's amazing. That's why he's Fitz Magic. All I'm saying is, right now, Fitzpatrick's been playing pretty well. Would it be unreasonable to say that you should probably stick with him right now until you're 100% sure that Tua would be the better option than Fitzpatrick. Well, how are you going to be 100% sure he's a better option if you don't play him? I That's a question for Miami, not for me. Okay. Uh, well, I think Miami answered it by playing him. I guess so. Um, I, you know, maybe this is the right call, maybe it's not the right call. I'm, I'm just questioning it. I just don't think their goal is make the play. I mean, obviously, yes, an NFL team's goal is do as good as you can. But, like... Making the playoffs wouldn't be advantageous for them. Their ass is not going anywhere. They're not getting out of the first round. And even if they did, I, you're gonna you're gonna go match up with the Ravens and Chiefs and Bills. No, I mean the, they did match up okay with the Bills in their game. They lost, but you can tell me that Dolphin team is gonna go take out Patrick Mahomes and that Ravens team that just added Yannick on the edge. I mean, that Raven team, honestly, like, that Raven team now, I don't know. With that addition, hard for me to say they can't go to a Super Bowl. But we're going to have to see. Um, yeah, I, I think starting two is perfectly fine. You can't just draft a QB in the first round and not play him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But for this week, I want to talk about the you brought up tanking for Trevor and the Giants did a phenomenal job of that Thursday night. Um completely blowing the game against the Eagles. Thankfully, I was praying this would happen. Um Giants I don't get I don't get Giants fans. Listen, Giants fans, winning means nothing right now. In fact, winning is harmful. Because we're already not last. Um, we're tied second worst. I don't know how the pick would look because we're tied record with um, with like five other teams. Um, actually, it's four other teams, but the Jets are the worst. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if the Jets win a goddamn game. Um, they might not win a game. The Jets literally might not win a single game. I really hope they win... Just one. They're going to do that one game where they just... They rob us of getting to laugh at an 0-16 season, and they also screw themselves out of getting Trevor Lawrence. That's all I hope for. I mean, I don't even know if Trevor Lawrence... I think the one place Trevor Lawrence could go, and it's not because of the roster, it's not because of anything other than one factor, but he might be gone by the time Trevor Lawrence gets there. 
the one reason I don't like Trevor Lawrence to the Jets is because Adam Gase. Adam Gase is a black hole for offensive talent. He literally takes away your offensive talent. And I think the best example of this <laughs> is Ryan Tannehill. Because I thought Ryan Tannehill was like not good, and he got super overpaid by the Titans. The fact of the matter actually was, Gase was fucking him over. He's actually not bad at all. Um, yeah. It's... Adam Gase is... I don't know why he has a job. I have no idea why he's in the NFL. I have no idea why NFL teams even consider him for coaching positions. He's awful. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, he has no ability as a coach. Zero. You know, he's just terrible. We've all we've all made the jokes about him before. He's not a good coach. And, and they're not even jokes. The dude's terrible. The dude is legitimately a terrible coach. He's just not good. Not good at all. I mean, he drove Le'Veon Bell away. He's, I mean, look what he's doing to Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold has talent. Sam Darnold, with an offensive mind, would be an amazing quarterback. But he looks terrible because he's under Gase. And I do think Gase will be gone by the time the season's over. I don't think he lasts because, I mean, look at the Jets. Look at them. They're terrible. Um... But yeah, now Gase is not the fucking answer. I could say that. No, he is not. All right, so big games this week. Uh, there was only two games we wanted to talk about, I believe. Am I right? Well, yeah. I mean, we could talk about a few games. I think the big one is Titan Steelers. Battle of the Undefeated, which is surprising because I I did not expect the Steelers to be undefeated. Dude, um, that defense is for real. Chase I'm, Claypool, pretty good. I'm going to say they have not played a team that I would consider very good, though. I mean, maybe you can, can, maybe you can say the Browns are solid, and they really did beat up on the Browns. I'm going to say their defense is legit. However, there's not a win on the schedule they have so far that really impresses me. Um, And for the Titans, um, I would say the only win I'm really impressed with for the Titans was that Bills one where they really beat the shit out of them. I think the Titans win, and they are favored by one. Um, And I got that. I will take that. I think the Titans win this game. I, I do agree that the Titans are the more complete team. They've played better competition. They've been a little more convincing this season. Um, I don't know, though. I mean, at Steelers' defense, they might just show up and completely smother the Titans. It's possible. I do think it's going to be a very boring game because that's just kind of how these teams are. But I think the Titans end up winning it. All right. The other game is the Sunday night game that we wanted to talk about. Seattle at Arizona. Seattle favored by three and a half on the road. Uh, I do think that this game is going to be a close game, but I also agree that the Seahawks are going to win this game. 
I didn't say Seahawks are going to win this game. I do think that, but you did just kind of put words in my mouth. That's kind of fucked. I don't know why you did that. But what, what did I say that was putting words in your mouth? You said, I agree that... The, oh, you you meant I was agree with the like spread. spread. Oh, okay. I'm just dumb. Okay, I got you now. I mean, yeah, you are, but... I know, I know. That's my bad, you know. Brain's small. It's smooth and small, you know. All right. Yeah. Um, I like the Hawks. I mean, this game's going to be... I expect, like... What's... What is... The line is 56. Someone might That's hit that on their yeah. own. Like, uh, no, I doubt that. That's a little. It, much. All right. If anyone was going to score fifty six, it'd be the Cardinals because the Seahawks' defense is really not that good. But I don't think the Cardinals have it in them to score fifty six, so I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be a very high scoring game, though. It should definitely be a very high scoring. I think game. the I think the over does hit, but I don't know if I don't know if a team puts up fifty six by themselves. No, def, that's not going to happen. I think they're. I think one. I think both teams are going to score at least twenty, or at least. I mean, that's kind of weak, right? That kind of happens in most games. Um, yeah, I would say potentially both score thirty. I mean, maybe if any, if it was going to happen at any game this week, I think it'd be this one. Um, I like the Hawks. Kyler versus Russ, man, I like it. This is, this is a big one. How do you feel about Bears and Rams? It's actually kind of a big game too. It's some Monday night. Uh, why is this a big game? It shouldn't be. I liked, it, I liked it better when these two teams were like jokes. Honestly, like okay, the Bears are five and one. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think anybody they've beat is like okay. They did beat the Bucks, but that was by one. I guess I can give them that, but other than the Bucks, they don't have a single win that I like. Like, you know, at they're, all. they're still winning the games, though. I mean, yeah, but like one of their wins is against like the Falcons, you know. I mean, and they had to come back with Nick Foles. They lost to the Colts. They only beat the they beat the Giants and Lions by four. Like, I I don't, I just don't buy it. I don't buy the Bears. The Rams have looked okay. Um, I mean, they lost that that Niner loss was a bit sus, um, and they lost to the Bills in a tough game. I get the Bills loss. That's fine. I'm probably more confident in the Rams than I am the Bears. Uh, I do think the Rams win on Monday night. I agree. I think. I just think it. Probably seems more reasonable that the Rams are going to win this game. The Bears, I don't know. Nothing on the Bears team suggests that this team should be 5-1. and one. Just No, doesn't. not at all. I don't know how they're 5 fi- It's honestly frustrating because they do not deserve to be 5-1. and one. <laughs> Like... They really don't. It's so annoying. But I don't... I mean, I don't think it's going to translate to anything. Um, I don't think it's going to lead anywhere. I want to ask maybe one more question about this week. Andy Dalton versus Kyle Allen is on the slate in that terrible NFC East. Who do you think is winning this week? Nobody. Nobody's winning? Tie game? Nobody wins. No, even, no matter which team wins, they still lose. 
Cowboys have a chance to go three and zero, man. Really get a really get a leg or three and four, not three and zero. They get a chance to really get a leg up on the division, you know. At three, Cowboys might score more. Cowboys might score more than the football team, but no one wins in this case. Just no one. I mean, the NFC East is abysmal, bro. It's abysmal. Putrid. The, the two four and one Eagles, baby. annoying like i'm I, I honestly don't know why they keep putting it on prime time why do you keep putting the nfc east on prime time stop it please especially the giants like i get the cowboys because like they're exciting to watch um i maybe i'm honestly no only the cowboys because they're like they have a good offense with dak anyway dak's out so there's no reason for it please Stop putting the Giants on prime time. It's so embarrassing. We do not need to see Daniel Jones tripping over his own feet. We don't. Dude, I, we kind of do need to see that. Actually, that was. I, really I kind of. I did enjoy. That was. That's the. That's how you describe NFC East football this season. It's been like this for a, a few years, to be honest with you. Maybe not this bad. This is probably the worst it's ever been. But it's been pretty mid for a while. But I think that's really all for football. Who do you who do you have though? Football team or Cowboys? Cowboys, I guess. I don't know. I think I'm going I I I'm gonna say Cowboys because I don't really trust Kyle Allen. But that I think should be enough for this episode of IWH. This is episode one hundred and fifteen. I is it? Yes, it is. Why does it feel like that's that's a low number? Yeah, now you're right. One fifteen. Yeah, it's one hundred fifteen. So if you enjoyed, I'm it's B R is I T S B R I Z Z. Ian is E and M Cusick. Cusick spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. I-W-H podcast is our Twitter. And we will see y'all next Saturday.